Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, May 31st. And I was tagged in this photo that actually said, hold on, where is it? How do I find my tagged photo? Sorry, Brad Goreski, you keep on showing up on my feed, imitating the housewives, and I love you for it, but I'm not caught up on Beverly Hills. Wait, tagged photos. Oh my God, I can't, I can't. Anyways, what the the photo was, was this Instagram account, Laguna Biatch, tagged me in this photo that said The Hills Season 1 premiered on May 31st, 2009, which is so freaking crazy. That means it's, let me do the math really quickly, 13 years? Am I doing that correctly? 13 years since I started The Hills. And also what's funny is that Timmy found this old stack of photos this morning that he was going through a bunch more just of he and his friends and he was really excited to show Sunny and then all of a sudden one popped up with me and like Jay Lyon and me and another ex-boyfriend and me and Roxy and like just our whole life in New York and he was like, okay, I'm out of here. (laughs) But just like a fun nostalgic moment, like I cannot believe it's been 13 years since that premiered and I also just can't believe it's May 31st of 2022. I was reflecting on this year a little bit. It's been emotionally a pretty decent year with like all the fertility stuff and then getting COVID and then this like stomach bug and Sonny being sick and then him just getting an ear infection. It just feels like this year has health-wise not been the greatest. And then I think about keeping things in perspective and looking at on a grand scheme, how not big of a deal these things are, how every day they are, how they happen to everyone. And I need to stop like making excuses for being a flake or saying no or setting boundaries or canceling things. Like I've literally canceled this photo shoot probably three times at this point, which makes me sound like a total flake. Like that's horrible. That's disrespectful of so many people's time. But 
we've been sick and things have come up. And then this past week, Annie got COVID and Annie needs to be there for the shoot. And just like things happen that we can't control. So this is me saying out loud for myself and then maybe a little bit for you too, to just give yourself a little bit of grace. When you say no, that's you taking care of you and you can't control the other person's feeling. They may be upset. They may not be upset but there's literally nothing that you can do. And I think spending time worrying about what the other people are going to think is going to drain your energy. And so I think it's really important to always take ownership and apologize and pay for any time that you may have missed and, you know, say that you feel this way and be open and honest about it, about what's going on. But there's no reason then to just like continue to further beat yourself up. So that's what I'm really working on today. I thought that this episode could really just be more of a day in the life situation that I would come back and chat with you periodically throughout the day just about what's going on, what I'm up to, how I'm feeling. A lot of you ask me like, what does a day actually look like? And it's a question that I ask a lot of people on this podcast. Like I always want to know the intricacies of someone's day and how they're being productive. And so I think that one of the clearest ways to do it is just to just come on here, explain to you what I've been up to thus far and how I'm feeling and then do that throughout the day. So like I said, it's May 31st. It's nine o'clock in the morning, currently home alone. Timmy took Sunny to school, which is pretty much how it goes every morning. Like I kind of do the Sunny morning shift, which is not too complicated. And I've talked about this before, but I wake up with him. I usually feed him unless Timmy wakes up and has a sudden urge to want to cook him something. Like today, he actually made him chocolate chip pancakes, which was a pleasant surprise, especially because Sonny has to have a full stomach to take the amoxicillin that he's on right now because he has an ear infection, his first ear infection ever, which by the way, I've never had an ear infection. My sisters growing up had them all the time, but like they're kind of foreign to me. So we're lucky that we caught it early. He literally was complaining about an ear infection on Sunday. And then we went to go get him Tylenol, took him to urgent care and was able to get him amoxicillin really quickly, which like, I'll be honest, don't love the idea of putting these antibiotics in him twice a day for 10 days. Like I just don't love antibiotics, but I know that I want the pain to go away for him and the infection to go away as soon as possible. And this is modern medicine. And like, I'm not going to think too much more further beyond that. All that is to say this weekend was not the weekend that we had in mind, which is totally fine. At first, I was annoyed and upset, but we were at this puppet show with my friend Kara and her kid, Leon. It was his fifth birthday. You guys should take your kids there. It was really, really cute. The Bob Baker marionette show in Glendale. But Kara invited us. We took Sunny. He had had this cold this week and it it wasn't pretty. He's had this cold that's been going around, a lingering cold as kids do. And all of a sudden we were sitting in the puppet show and he just started complaining out of nowhere that his ear was killing him. And then he started crying and yeah, it just came out of the blue. So we had to cancel all our plans. And at first I was like, oh, bummer. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wow, now I can have this time at home to just relax and not feel like I should be doing anything or I need to be 
going somewhere or feeling like an urgency to see people. And that felt really, really nice. Like, I know there's those memes and everybody talks about how being canceled on or like this coming up is kind of like the best thing. And sometimes, yes, it is a very good feeling to feel freedom after a plan falls through. But like, it's just felt like enough is enough. We missed my best friend Andrea's barbecue on Saturday. My best friend Andrea started dating this guy a year ago. have hardly been able to spend time getting to know him. Like this is my best friend since third grade. And so we've just unfortunately had to miss these things that just bum me out. But I was able to recover from a disgusting hangover. I shared on social on Friday. I I don't know what I was thinking. Like I, we went to Mr. Chow's for my one of our best friend's 40th birthdays. And I just get so excited when I'm with my friends. And also I just didn't taste anything in these martinis. And that's probably why they're so easy to go down. Like whatever's in them, just be careful. Okay. Drink slowly. I drank five lychee martinis. Like I I remember being fine. And then Timmy, I guess, had to get me out of our friend Sydney and Andy's house because I was like starting to talk a little bit of nonsense. Proceeded to go home. You get me in a car after I'm that hungover. And you guys, I'm sorry, but I'm going to admit this. I vomited out the window. Like that's how gross I was. So Saturday was a wash. And I know I'm going all over the place, but after recovering from this hangover, it was nice then for these past two days to just like do what I needed to do to take care of myself and Sunny. Like we did a million different activities. By the way, get the Nat Geo kits. They sell them at Rite Aid. We made a volcano. We cracked open a geode. We excavated for shark teeth. Finished my TV show physical, which by the way, I know that I'm late on that. And I know season two is coming out next week, but it is so good. I freaking love Rose Byrne. I think that's how you say her name. And I love that show. You guys got to watch. I watched it without Timmy. I think he really would have enjoyed it. But finish physical, finish Real Housewives of OC and the reunion, which I know I'm really behind on. Watched Under the Banner of Heaven with Timmy a little, finished The Staircase, meditated, worked out, read. I'm still reading that Jesse Klein, I'll Show Myself Out book. I'm almost done with it just like a good book for moms. If you want to hear another mom, just kind of like complaining about being a mom, but also giving like really worthy, beautiful nuggets about what it feels like to be a mom as well. You know, the dualities of being a mom and the extremes. So yeah, recommend that one. But back to what I'm doing today. I told you I got that freaking halo laser two weeks ago, which I've seen good results around the crepiness of my eye and certain wrinkles. But other than that, my skin has been a gosh dang nightmare. I've had whiteheads galore, now cystic acne, dry spots that just feel like they will not go away. My skin is really like really, really bad, like worse than it was before. So I'm heading to the doctor after this for her to tell me what's going on and hopefully maybe just like exfoliate and dermaplane the shit out of my face just to get off all the extra dead skin that's still on there that maybe I'm not able to slough off. That's what I hope is going on. But like I have zits that hurt right now and I'm trying not to touch them. I mean, that's probably also why I've made it worse is because like they've been actual also gross factor. Sorry, warning. They've been actual whiteheads. 
And I can't, I can't exist. I can't look at myself in the mirror. I can't exist with a white head. I'm sorry. Like, I just can't. So I pop them. My skin is probably extra sensitive because of the laser. So I'm probably not supposed to be popping them. But anyways, Corey at Dr. Nazarian's office, you're going to take care of me today. So I'm excited to do that. I'm going there at 10 o'clock. Probably should wrap this up so I could get myself together to go there. And I'm just going to have like a day of organization to get this family organized and get the week organized to figure out when we're filming this week, what we're shooting this week, what my social calendar looks like, all the sponsored content that needs to go up, what plans I need to make for Sunny. My sister is coming into town on Wednesday. So any plans for that? Her son Tate will be one soon. So my sisters and I wanted to organize a little birthday party for him. So got to get on that. And like another, oh my God, another amazing, exciting launch is happening next week. Finally, my Rent the Runway collection, which I think hopefully by this point will be out when you're listening to that, but just gearing up for that launch as well. So lots on the docket for this week. I am going to get ready, brush my teeth, put on just a clean pair of sweats, head to Dr. Nazarian's for my facial, and then we'll be back and we'll chat with you. We'll see what's going on with my skin and can talk more about the halo laser and just like why it's looking like this and what we can do for dryness and acne just in general. Because if anything, it's taken me back to my days when I was a teenager, when my acne was so bad, but my skin was also so dry. So covering it up was just awful. Like I didn't want to cover it up because it would just look so cakey and dry, but I wanted to cover it up because it was so red. I'm in that phase right now. So we can talk a little bit more about that, some tips for that. And I'll see you in a little bit. All right. And now let's hear a word from one of our brand partners. You've heard me say it in the past and here it is again. I probably won't ever stop supporting this. Gut health impacts everything, everything, weight, mood, skin, digestion, because your gut actually houses up to 80% of your immune system. A healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. With Just Thrive Probiotic, it is now easier than ever to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Just Thrive's breakthrough award-winning probiotic is the only product on the market that's proven to turn your gut into an antioxidant factory. Yes, this probiotic actually produces antioxidants right in the gut, meaning you get maximum immune, digestive, and total body health support. It's vegan-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO. And the best part is you can open the capsule and sprinkle it onto any food or drink and not taste it. Just Thrive has been loudly endorsed by some of the biggest health luminaries on the planet. I had the founder on the podcast and she was such a wealth of knowledge. This company is changing the game in the supplement industry and I really love them. Plus, I get to include Sunny in on the fun. They have no fake marketing, no claims, just real scientifically proven results. So if you're looking for the best in gut health and immune support, choose the clinically proven award-winning power of Just Thrive Pro probiotic. Save 15% site-wide at justthrivehealth.com by using promo code WIT. 
sometimes there is no greater feeling than shaking up the vibe of your bedroom, especially your bed. We did a big bed makeover with Serena and Lily, and the experience is now just even better, colder, crisper, more comforting. I love it so much. Serena and Lily is a design-driven luxury home brand offering everything you need to outfit your home from the ground up. Designing and creating pieces for the entire home, Serena and Lily got their start in bedding. Serena and Lily's bedding collection consists of beautiful layers and original designs, allowing you to create a look you really love. Serena and Lily's bedding is European made with 100% eco-friendly materials. They also allow you to buy bedding in bundles, so it really takes the guesswork out of buying bedding with everything you need in one convenient setup. You don't have to worry about styling the whole bed together. So easy and so comfortable. For your best night's sleep, Serena and Lily also offers bedding inserts for all types of sleepers and each one with luxurious down or down alternative fills. Free shipping and free returns with their 60-day bedding promise. To tuck into your best bed yet, head to serenaandlily.com and use code WITHWIT for 15% off your next purchase. Be sure to sign up for their VIP list to be the first to know about new arrivals, promotions, and other VIP exclusives. Now back to the episode. It's me. I'm back. It's 320. I feel like I've almost already had a pretty full day. Gosh, I need to take a few deep breaths. Do you guys want to take some deep breaths with me? I feel just like a little bit shaky, been running around and also doing the running around thing mixed with looking at my phone thing. And I just kind of feel like my brain and my body are in two different places. So let's take a little bit of a moment just to calm down together. Let's breathe in. Hold, breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. One, two, three. Breathe out. Okay, bringing my hands to my center in prayer pose which reminds me of what the facialist told me, which is where I last left you. How seamless is that? So I headed to Dr. Nazarian's office for a oxygenating and exfoliating and moisturizing, hydrating facial. And it was absolutely lovely. I desperately needed it. She told me the major thing besides obviously the stimulation of collagen growth that this laser had on my skin, like that will obviously bring up so many things from under the surface. And then mixing that with the amount that I touch my face, she said, is a recipe for disaster. So if I could keep my hands, this is literally quote, keep my hands in prayer pose like a good girl and remind myself that all day and not to touch my face, that all of the acne and the gunk would go away. So I think that that may be the fifth thing that I'm adding to my wellness challenge. Wait, have I even explained my wellness challenge to y'all? 
All right. This is something that Timmy would do a much better job of explaining. Timmy is a master of games, making up games. He actually pitched a game to Hasbro, was like in the phases of development and then something happened. But you know Timmy, like he loves an interactive communal situation, right? So he created this wellness lifestyle challenge for a few people that wanted to partake in this thing that he's kind of just been like throwing it out there. Anyways, we choose the first week four things that we want to do each day and each thing is attributed a point. So for me, my first four things that I wanted to make sure that I fit in each day were 30 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of meditation, 30 minutes of moving my body. And the fourth one was making my own coffee every day because as you also probably know, I have a really bad habit of buying my coffee and I don't want to do that anymore. Not only is it not good for me, but it's wasteful and I feel guilty about it and I just don't want to feel that way. And I feel so much better when I make my own. Like this morning, I actually made my own in, I know I sound so crazy. Like I sound, I can't believe I'm actually saying that I actually made my own coffee. But I bought the Chemex pour over glass coffee maker from Amazon Classic Series. It's just that glass looking cool tubular thing. And then I bought the, I had some already really ground coffee, which I don't think was good. It was from last summer and I'm sure it's probably expired, but it was great coffee from Hampton Coffee Grocer on the East Coast. Sorry if I got that name wrong, but you know Hampton Coffee. The next thing I got was the Bean Envy pour over coffee kettle. So that's what you obviously boil your water in and then you pour it over the Chemex glass tubular thing with the filter of coffee in the middle and it makes this like beautiful coffee, but it was too pungent this morning. So I really need to get my recipe down. I used to be so good at it. And Timmy got me this beautiful Breville machine that I've definitely talked about on here that I still haven't used it. I'm really intimidated by technology like very, very, I feel like I, it inhibits me from learning a lot of new things. And sometimes it scares me for how much I'm actually going to have to work on it because of what Sunny will have to do. I mean, we've been taking tours of schools for kindergarten. He won't be starting kindergarten until the 23, 24 school year, but we've started that whole situation. And they said starting in second grade, they're handed those books. Like, I don't even know what to say it is. That's just obviously like, it's just, I'm not one of those people that's not for technology growth. Like I wish I were more tech savvy. I think that I just have the personality where it wasn't something that came naturally to me when it started coming out and I'm, I'm a later end millennial. So it's just not in my muscle memory and something that I always have to work at. But could be one of those things. Timmy always says I'm pretty good at it and I don't give myself enough credit. Who knows, guys? But back to Dr. Nazarian. So my skin just needed a really good clean out. She did a lot of exfoliation and then some microdermabrasion and then she infused some liquid dermal fusion. So she actually was able to put moisture into my skin as well as exfoliate my skin. So it definitely looks a lot better. She also brought back this product 
that I used to use when I was a teenager with really bad acne and she put it on me and the smell just brought me back to being in my pink leopard bedroom. It's called Enzit and it's that drying lotion that you put on zits and they make a skin color one. It does not smell good. Like I can still smell it on my face, but it really is the best thing for drying out those big flare ups that you have. And also it will inhibit you from wanting to touch your skin because it's like this medicine that's working on it. You just will want to let it do its thing because when it's on there, it dries it up so quickly. Not an ad. And zit. E-N-D-Z-I-T. So that was wonderful. I then got in my car. I pulled over, started looking at my phone, like started replying to emails. Really wish that that wasn't a habit of mine. Like considering maybe adding that as the point to my next week because we add a thing a week was considering adding that as one thing, just like not mindlessly being on my phone while I'm out running errands, just having designated work time. Another thing was not touching my face each day. Another thing was drinking two liters of water. These are all things that I will be adding on the next few weeks. But the nature of the game is that you take it slowly and you only add on one thing per week. Still a lot. Still a lot. Like with the existing four, it's a lot to fit in. But I did a little bit of work and then I had to come home for a phone call. I'm doing a really awesome live with the founder of RMS Beauty, a beautiful sustainable beauty brand that you all should check out. She makes really, really cutting edge clean products. I have been using her lip to cheek product forever. Also not an ad, but I had a call with them, with Rose Marie, the founder of the beauty brand and just talked over what we're going to be talking about and just like sharing the excitement of our love of beauty and applying some fun makeup together. So that was just like a fun little chat. She taught me that Pisces, like I know I'm a Pisces, but I don't really get too into astrology. Honestly, like I know I'm a water sign, which is like go with the flow. And I know that I'm extremely sensitive, but I don't really know much else. And she told me that a Pisces is the most creative sign of the Zodiac, which I'm like, go me. Just like put a smile on my face. And she also taught me to trust my intuition. I think that that's something that I always did I think as a teenager in my 20s, I really trusted my gut. And I think that is what led me to the place I'm at today with such a happy, budding, growing, happy family. But I feel like in my 30s, I've lost a little bit of that. And I think that's in part due to the fertility situation and the fear and the anxiety and that being just like this dark cloud that's kind of I don't know, you know, been this hood over me for the past few years. And I think that I've let that be the place from which I make my decisions. Like it's all been based on if I am pregnant or if this happens or if that happens. And I am trying to lift that a little bit. I've had a little bit more clarity lately and not been operating from that place because we are taking a little breather from trying to get pregnant at the moment after just getting so sick before my transfer date was supposed to happen. I just felt the need to take this breather and put a pause on it and look into other possible options. So we're talking to surrogacy agencies and we're looking at what else it looks like for me if I decided to do it. But It's been obviously, as you know, a huge, huge, huge stressor in my life and something that I just have so much fear with. And 
if you want to listen to me fully vent about it, because I'm just not in a place to do that right now. And I don't feel really the need to, as I'm in a place of discovery at the moment, but you should definitely listen to my podcast with Jess Diamond and Casey Wilson on meaningful living. And yeah, I feel definitely at least in a place of pause at the moment, just because we're not necessarily trying for anything right now. So I'm able to, getting back to what I was talking about before, operate from a place of like, what do I want just for me right now? And like, stop putting this hypothetical situation in the forefront of all your decision making. So that was a great conversation. And then went to go pick up Sunny, like been sitting in my car, not listening to anything lately or listening to the Jesse Klein book that I'm reading that's actually gotten better and better the more I'm reading it. I think she's saving the really heavy hitting chapters slash essays for later, but I'm either sitting in the car in silence or I'm listening to her book and I'm not sure whether that's good or bad. I do think that silence is important, but sometimes also driving in silence can send my mind into a spiral and I don't know that my mind needs to be into that place. So also interested to know what you guys think about that. Like I wonder about healthy distractions or am I thinking too much into it? You know, like why do I even need to reflect on that? Moving on, I picked up Sunny. He is feeling good. He is now playing with a friend while I am back to work and trying to get through a bunch of renovation stuff, a bunch of decisions. I know it feels like it's taken forever and it's because it has. We've had permit issues and you will see that all in renovation station, but it has just been one of those headaches as usual construction headaches are. That's been a huge project. I mean, renovating a whole house, like we're doing three bathrooms, the kitchen, all the paint, the whole outside, adding a parking spot, adding an additional unit, doing a lot, a lot of stuff. It's a passion project. And I think that once it is done, it will be one of my proudest achievements because of the energy that I've put into it. I'm trying to look at it as no decision is too small. And I feel like it's something that I'm trying to prove myself wrong about. Like I have this idea of myself as someone that doesn't follow through on things and someone that has all these ideas, but then doesn't necessarily follow through. And so this is a project that I've put my full dedication into like really following through and not just taking the easy half-ass way out (laughs) route at all, really just trying to like pay attention to detail and own this project and have it be fully our vision, obviously with Timmy's, but you know, I'm leading the way in parentheses. He would say that too. And now let's hear a word from one of our brand partners. This episode is brought to you by Monk Pack. Monk Pack offers low sugar, keto-friendly bars, which are plant-based, gluten-free, and non-GMO. They're the perfect snack for anyone trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing the taste. Monk Pack bars have an amazing chewy texture and come in delicious flavors like sea salt dark chocolate, coconut cocoa chip, and caramel sea salt. Ugh, I had one this morning on my way to an appointment and it was so good. They're perfect for a quick breakfast on the go, a snack between calls, or as a guilt-free decadent dessert. Honestly, you should always keep one on your desk, in your purse, in your gym bag, in your locker, if you have a locker. 
You can avoid another trip to the grocery store and have Monk Pack delivered right to your door by shopping online. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code WITHWIT at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com, that's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product. Then enter the code WITHWIT at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. I am starting the conversation around diversity and diverse families with Sunny now. It's really never too early in my opinion. We are only one type of family and Timmy and I are only one type of couple and I really want Sunny to grasp that early on. Over the weekend, I bought a new LGBTQ plus children's book for him, all about love and making families. So excited. This year, we need to celebrate love of all kinds more than ever. Join Macy's this Pride Month as they celebrate love, acceptance, individuality, and inclusion. As the Trevor Project's national pride partner for the fourth year, they've raised over $3.4 million to help more than 53,000 LGBTQ young people in crisis. The Trevor Project is an American nonprofit organization founded in 1998. It focuses on suicide prevention efforts among lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning youth. Beyond important work. Through a toll-free telephone number, it operates the Trevor Lifeline, a confidential service that offers trained counselors. Help them continue their impact by rounding up your purchase in-store or donating online this month to support suicide prevention services for LGBTQ youth. You can also shop LGBTQ-owned brands and pride merch from brands like Levi's, Calvin Klein, Coach, and more at Macy's.com purpose. Now back to the chat. I'm just going to dig into my emails. If it's interesting to you, I'll tell you some of the exciting emails that I'm going to be digging into. Maybe it is. I feel like I would want to hear about like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of whose podcast I listen to. Like what did Jackie Schimmel, like what do you what are your podcasts? Okay. We're talking about a with wit live 2022 situation. Would that be of interest to you? Do you guys want to get together? Like definitely let me know. Talking about Alzheimer's and brain awareness month. I've worked with Alzheimer's associations a lot in the past because my grandmother struggled with this. So I will be trying to help spread the word in that way. I'm looking at, oh my God, so exciting. The total almost final redesign redesign of WhitneyPort.com, which will be an insane, amazing shopping experience and styling experience. So for all of you that have been interesting in where I'm taking this styling situation that I've wanted to bring to the table. I will be doing something really, really cool on my site where we'll be getting together live. You'll be able to chat with me, send me pictures, ask me questions, and I can be your virtual stylist BFF. So I'm really excited about that, working through the the pieces of that. And I, yeah, those are like the interesting ones, but 
I will check in with y'all later. It's now 3.38. I will do a little bit of work. I will go grab Sunny, figure out what we're doing for dinner. Timmy will be home from golf. This is a good look at the scatterbrain day of me and how I get shit done. Peace in the streets. All right, I'm back. I was going to record the last section with Timmy, but our night ended up being so late. We had zero energy to do it. I'll just finish up with how the rest of my day went. I was super, super, super productive with the rest of my emails. I literally just sat in front of my computer for two hours and got so much done. I really don't like to have like lots of emails unread. I don't know if you feel the same way. And obviously it's all relative, but I feel like if I have 50 unopened emails, like that is just way too much for me. So I got down to, I think it was 27 yesterday, which was big because I was approved rent the runway reels, which took like a good amount of time. I was editing WhitneyPort.com and going through all those notes like I was talking about, like doing actual quality work, as well as just like emailing people back and making selects. Like a lot of what I do also is styling, you know, styling myself and making sure that like my closet is organized and there are looks organized for the various shoots or events that I have going on. It feels like lately I haven't really been able to wear too much just because of being sick nonstop and having to cancel everything. So I'm excited to actually be able to dig into some looks. But yeah, that was just my work stuff. Also working with option B got a great email from them. I've been talking to someone new on their team. Option B is a really, really beautiful grief support organization started by Cheryl Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg is just an awesome entrepreneur and she lost her husband and wrote a book about it called Option B. And then they started an organization to be there for people who have dealt with grief. They've also turned into resource to learn also how to be a caregiver and a caretaker and learn what to say for someone that's going through loss. So that's one of the hardest things that I've dealt with in this whole grief situation is sometimes even when you've gone through it, you still don't have the words to support someone, to make someone feel better, to make someone know that you're with them and thinking of them. And option B helps give us those words. There's nothing necessarily that you can say that is going to solve their problems or bring the person back into their lives. But there are certain things that you can say to make them feel that there is hope. And that's what I love about option B. They're just like that friend that you turn to when you just don't know what to say in those really tough moments. Definitely check them out with Father's Day coming up. And with all the the grief and the spiral that comes with that, with that, they're definitely a great resource for me. So yeah, then I went to go pick Sunny up. He obviously did not want to leave. He went to a friend's house who he's obsessed with, who's a little bit older than him and isn't staying at the school. Um, that's always a hard thing to do is pick him up from somewhere when he doesn't want to leave. And he's really, really good about staying. Like even the mom yesterday was like, I can't believe he just stays. Like 
he's fine just going on his own without us. And part of me is like, is that okay? And then the other part of me is like, let him be independent. Like, let it start. This is great. Went and picked him up, had to do the timer, have to do the timer for literally everything. Like, Sonny will not get up to do anything without the timer. Anybody else with me on that as well? And then came home, had ordered him dinner, got him all bathed. He had dinner. Ophelia was here, so she was able to help with that while I continued to do more work, unpack some boxes. Felt really bad at the end of the night that I wasn't fulfilling my duty as like full mom today because I only sat down with him for half of his dinner and I didn't do bath time and I didn't do bedtime. And I like started to spiral in the shower. And then I was like, Whitney, you know, you preach about this. You know, there are going to be certain days where he is going to get more attention than others and vice versa. And you literally just came off of a marathon, like quarantine parenting situation. Give yourself a break. So that was something in the shower I had to talk myself out of. But to get back to my the rest of my night and I'll make this brief because I know I'm going in tangents and I want to go in order so you can follow along with me. But Sunny went to bed and then Timmy got home late and our dinner, which was going to be here by the time Timmy got home, we ordered from John Vitti's, didn't end up arriving till nine. So I got the chance to just like shower and chill and try to calm myself down through the spiral in the shower and then got out Dinner was here, ate our John and Vinny's, white pizza, mixed green salad, chicken cutlet. It was so delicious. Did not make my belly feel the greatest this morning, but so freaking delicious. And then watched, oh, we're watching 1883, which is like the prequel to Yellowstone, which you all have to watch. It's so good. So we just watched 1883 until I dozed off. And that was my day. And that is a pretty typical working, parenting, balancing day. It was a great day in terms of productivity. I meditated. I did not do my movement. I did make my own coffee and I did read. So it was a three out of a four day in terms of my wellness challenge. But I would say mentally it was not the best day for me. I just didn't do my best in terms of staying present and staying on task and not mixing all the tasks and errands and to-do lists together. I talked about really trying to keep all those things separate, like the emailing while I'm out and about and the planning this while I'm running errands. I really, really, really want to stop that because it just makes my brain spin. But it was good for me to do this. And after saying out loud what I did all day, it's really, it's become cemented in my head what I need to pay attention to today. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it wasn't too scatterbrained for you. I hope there were some good nuggets in there. I will see you on next week's episode. No, I won't see you. I will be chatting with you. You will be hearing me on next week's episode of With Wit. Okay. Peace in the streets. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.